Thank you for choosing to listen to Kansas City Food Memories, where we take you on a stroll down memory lane and reflect back and share stories on some of our favorite restaurants from the 1980s and 90s. This is a really good one. We have the family from Costello's Greenhouse. Vince passed away a few years ago, so we have his wife and a couple of his kids that grew up in the restaurant to share some of the stories of what they remember and what it was like back then. It's To me, it's always fascinating to hear the backstory on some of these restaurants. Now remember, this podcast is a tape of a live presentation of the show. If you want to listen, catch us live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. You can listen to, uh, listen to it live on odyssey.com, or you can listen to it just like you are right now as a podcast. So uh, be sure to sign up and follow us. Um, go to makethemsmile.com, sign up for the email so you can get updates on some of the new topics that we have coming up in the next couple of months we will be talking about restaurants that we miss from Topeka, Lawrence, Columbia, St. Joe, Wichita, and Omaha. We'll also be doing specifically themed shows on pork tenderloins, hamburgers, and yes, fried chicken. So uh, be sure to sign up so you can get, get uh, find out what the topics are ahead of time. Again, this is a tape presentation, so please do not call or text in during this show. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Well, good morning and welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. I think this is, what is this, Toby, week number 13? 13. Yep, next week will be our three-month anniversary. Uh, who figured we'd make it this long, right? Yeah, You know, you make plans, you do something totally new that nobody's ever done. There's always that element of doubt that creeps into your mind. You know, you plow, you plow ahead. We have some very competitive people that are in our uh, studio today. We'll get to them in just a moment. My name is Robert Dunsing. I own uh, Best Regards Bakery and Cafe along with my wife, Sherry. And I think they are incredibly busy there today, but I'll get an update before the end of the show and let you all know. Check on the Cherry Danish. Yeah, Cherry Danishes. Last time I checked, we still have about 120 left. Woo, you're going to run out. Yep. I, well, it should be. But I, I think You had 300. Yeah, the number one question I have yeah. for, um, for Sherry, and she's going to text me back, is if everybody stays home and listens to the show... Will they be able to still get sugar cookies and danishes? And last time I, I was told yes. They so, can listen on the radio driving in. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll probably have 30 or 40 people sitting in the parking lot listening yeah. to the show, which is <laughs> which will be funny. So um, next to me, the voice you hear is the legendary. Do you prefer legendary or iconic? Iconic. Iconic. Okay. The yeah. iconic Toby Tobin, who's been on the air. How long have you been on the air? 60 years. 60 years. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. And you've done it every, every, pretty much every day of the week, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Because your dad started the show dad back in... Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. 1963. And what time of the morning did you start that? On dad? Yeah. It actually started at noon. It was 12 to 1. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when did, when did you do the 5 a.m. thing? That, that was his last probably five or six years. Okay. Are you going to start doing that? No. See, because a couple of listeners and I, we were talking, if you move your show down to five, five to nine, so you still get your four in hours morning. in the morning. And then get you on early. Yeah, that way we get an extra hour for yeah. my show. Yeah. Well, don't count on that. All right. All right. That, that's plan B. <laughs> yeah. Well, Toby's my, um, he's my co-host. And the whole premise of the show is we take you on a trip down memory lane and reflect and share stories about our favorite restaurants from the 1980s and 90s. And what's, this has turned into quite the phenomenon. Um, 
far beyond anything Toby and I ever dreamed of when no, we when we started talking about amazing. this. It's been amazing. It really has. I shared an email with Toby from... And some of the memories, people, you have choked people up. Oh, it, it, it really has. Yeah. We've had some guests that get choked up, and then people come in. And what's really interesting is that the first couple of people that came in and said that changed their lives and the way you look at things, you know, I kind of laughed. And it's like, well, I appreciate that. And Sherry made fun of me when I told her that. She goes, well, that's a little melodramatic. <laughs> and then she came up front and started meeting people. And what happens is I had a gentleman, this is probably about six weeks ago now. He goes, I am I'm drove all the way down here. I live north of Liberty. And I said, he goes, I came here to specifically talk to you. He goes, sit down. I said, all right. And he goes, I, I, I enjoy your bakery. He goes, I don't want to forget to say that. I said, okay. And he goes, now your show, I really enjoy your show, but it's changed my life. And that's when I laughed. He goes, no, hear me out. And he goes, you'll know this soon, but when you reach a certain age, you realize and you, and you understand that you've lost most of your memories and they'll never come back, you know? And then it's, he goes, it's, it's actually depressing. He goes, my friends and I, we've talked about this and it's just as part of the ebb and flow of life. He said, but what we've discovered the last three weeks with your show is that we hear a story and all of a sudden he re- revives all these memories that we hadn't thought of for 40 years. And so now what we've learned and what's changed our lives is that we now know that those memories are not gone forever. And so they sit down after listening to the show, they'll sit down and talk amongst themselves, different friends, they'll call each other, get together, and they'll talk about the story and they'll talk about other stories that all of a sudden have come back to them. And that's the great thing about memories is that food triggers great memories. You know, and if you think all of us, you think back to about 30, 40 years ago of a restaurant that you went to, you can usually remember what food you had, who you were with, and what the place looked like. You know, those memories are all intertwined. So when you hear a story here, somebody shares one, and it's just, it's shocking what comes back. Because Toby and I, we talked for weeks about, you know, what we thought the topics would be in some of the stories. And even Toby is, all of a sudden, somebody brings up a story, and it brings up a couple of others. And it's just, it, it's, it's just amazing. So all of you people out there that are listening and have shared stories and sent me emails, thank you. I mean, it drives us for what we do. So everybody uh, get a pencil and paper down and uh, just write this down so uh, you won't forget it for next time. Our telephone number for the studio is 913-586-7798. That is the call-in line. That's also the text line. So when we start talking to our guests, if you have a question or if you have a comment or something like that, you're welcome to text that in during the show. If you have somebody that lives out of town or if you happen to miss a show that's not gone forever, all of my shows, all the shows, past episodes of Can't Save Food Memories is saved as a podcast. So if you listen to music right now or podcasts, go to Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, whatever you want to do, and you can just subscribe or find the past episodes. So you'll be able to see that. So and that goes all the way back. So today's show will probably be posted up probably by 2 o'clock. So the, my guess here, if you have some family out of town, if you want them to hear this, you can go ahead and do that. And so, do, and so that's number one. Number two, go to makethemsmile.com. That's the website for our bakery. It's makethemsmile.com. And sign up for the newsletter. If you go to the top left-hand corner, it'll say email newsletter. Sign up for that. And once a week, I send an update on what happened with the show. I'll give you a heads up on who I'm going to have next week and what information I'm looking for. Because this, is this isn't just my show, it's our show. So our, most of the content we have is driven by you, the listeners, and the callers, and the people out there 
this, this is what we do. We just shoot the breeze. When you get together with your friends at that little diner downtown, you don't have a preset agenda. You just start talking, and it goes wherever it goes. That's what we do with the show. And then the last thing I want to do is that we put a call out last week, and I have people working on this. I have about five or six restaurants that I really try to – I want to get a hold of some of the people involved. Uh, Colony Steakhouse Lobster Pot, if there's anybody who knows the, the Ralph Gaines family, I'd love to uh, talk to some of them. Gold Buffet, I've received a couple of leads that the people who own that may be living in Omaha or in uh, Des Moines, Iowa right now. But if you have information or know otherwise, get them a hold of me. Jenny's Italian Restaurant, The Golden Ox, Ruby's Soul Food, and Wade's Cafeteria. So if you know some of the people involved with that, I'd love to have them in. I uh, love talking to the owners. If the owners passed away, some of the family involved, because as you're going to hear today, you know, when uh, somebody in the family owns a restaurant, the whole family owns the restaurant. So we'll get on to the show. So my <laughs> guests today are very special. This was been brought up many times, and that's Costello's Greenhouse. So um, the person that I got a hold of was Ann. Ann or Annie? Ann. 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 Well, come to find out, she's a very famous person in her own right. How many um, basketball championships do you have? Well, we were just fortunate, and we just won our fourth state championship. Fourth state. I believe I north. I didn't tell you this, but one of my employees played against you in high school. Who is that? Carrie Asches. She played against you, and she said you were a very good player back then. It's Shawnee Mission East. There, the see, good old days. <laughs> back in the restaurant days, the yeah. Costello Greenhouse days. Yeah. So, so you've um, so the athletics and uh, sports and competition ran in the family. So Costello's Greenhouse was created by Vince, Vince and Costello Sally. and Sally. Yeah, and Sally, you're here too. Yes, I'm happy to be here today. So, were you for the idea of opening the restaurant or against the idea? Oh no! Uh, when Vince retired from coaching with the Chiefs, he said, "What can I do next? I could go into the greenhouse business, selling plants." He liked that. Or I could open a restaurant and call it the greenhouse. Really? Did he have experience with plants? Did he work anywhere? Or is that just, no, just a random idea? Just something <laughs> he liked to do in the backyard. All right. So for, for the listeners out there, uh, so Vince was a very famous football NFL player. He's in, uh, well, the, the Browns don't call it the Hall of Fame. What do they call it? The Legends. The Le- Hall of the, Legends. Yeah, Hall like, of Legends. Hall of Legends. So uh, Vince was is actually in the Cleveland Browns Hall of Fame. Yes. Then he coached over here for a while. So yes. tell me about starting. When did you start the restaurant, you and Vince? Uh, when he retired from coaching with the Chiefs, and that was around 75. Yeah, probably 75. 1975. So how old were you two? We have Ann and we have David. David. Um, I was probably just in fifth, sixth grade, seventh grade, elementary school. I was probably in junior high going to, into high school. Okay. Uh, do you remember opening day of the restaurant? Oh, yes, I do. My sister Kay and I, the dishwashers, didn't show up, and we washed dishes for the first week. <laughs> Another friend of ours, one of Kay's friends from high school, washed dishes with us, and we loved it. So not as, not quite as gla- <laughs> not quite as glamorous as you were led to believe, right? Being um, in the everything restaurant was new and shiny, and we were young and yeah. wanted to earn money, so it was a good time. Well, um, so I don't remember going to Costello's Greenhouse because I didn't move to Kansas City till 86, and I was relatively young, so I didn't. I was learning the good food, and Kansas City is a big town. But um, one of the things that people bring up, uh, what, do, what do you think the most famous thing people bring up, Toby? The About salad Costello's? bar? 
The salad, salad bar. bar. Yeah, the salad bar. You know, yeah, that had a great salad bar. And Those are hard to find now. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, there's a lot of different reasons for that. But you guys paid attention to that. What made your salad bar so memorable? The salad bar had not only all the salads and the toppings, but it had great zucchini bread, and they made homemade uh, Italian bread. And when they first opened, they had a orange juice squeezer that squeezed fresh orange juice. <laughs> and so, and the plates, they had these Armatel plates that they kept in like a cooler. And the plates were like really cold when you started out. So you guys it really paid attention to detail on that then too. Oh, it was a lot of homemade, all homemade dressings. And oh. we didn't buy those in the gallon jugs. What was the most popular salad dressing you had back then? Oh, maybe the, what do you think, um, do you think David? Italian, the, the French, the, or maybe the ranch dressing was just kind of starting to become popular. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's interesting. So if you think about it, we're talking 30, 40 years ago, and people specifically remember your salad bar. Yeah, well, the price of that salad bar, Ann, was how much? Yeah, I brought the menu with us, and the price for the salad bar was six ninety five for that salad bar. All you could eat. Oh, and there was soup on it, too. Yeah. Oh. Homemade soup. And zucchini bread. Oh, yeah. I mean, is there anybody doing that anymore, Toby? No. I can't think of anybody that really does a salad bar like, like that. Mm-hmm. You know, where you get the fresh breads. and Mom and Dad love that place. Really? Was yeah. that one of their favorite places oh, to yeah. go to? Yep. Well, with Easter coming up, Easter was, we were just slammed at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there was hours of wait. And we were like, I, we just can't believe people wait this long to come in here. <laughs> How many? Well, and uh, we would, dr- I was at KU at that time, and we would drive in at five in the morning to be there by six. And I would drive in with a couple buddies <laughs> that would work all day. And when we were done, we'd get to take home like a couple loaves of zucchini bread yeah. and cheese. And yeah. my friends up in Lawrence would just wait for you to bring back stuff off of the salad bar. How many people could you fit in there? How big was it? Well, it was huge because on Sunday brunch, we would open the banquet rooms and the brunch all would be set up in there and people sat in there. And then we had that big, huge bar where we would have jam sessions and jazz on Tuesday nights. Yeah, I if I had to guess, it seems like that occupancy with the banquet rooms was in the 700s. Wow. Yeah. So that building doesn't exist anymore, does it? No, they uh, sold the building and they tore it down and put a strip center there. Yeah. I think it was a Kinko's for a Kinko's while. Kinko's is on the lot. Yeah. Okay. So Radio uh, not, not far from um, Ward Parkway Mall, right? Nope. Nope. Right across the street from that, is it Waterway right now? Okay. Like yeah. 83rd and State Line, I think 85th. it is. 85th and State Line. So Between was, State Line and Ward Parkway. So was Easter, Mother's Day, the craziest probably day of the year yeah, for you guys? Yeah, so we even opened for Thanksgiving. New Year's was New crazy. Year's, yeah. New Year's was crazy. Did you change up everything that you did for a holiday like that? Did you do a brunch buffet or just a brunch menu? A brunch buffet. Okay. Lasagna, Italian sausage, yeah. the fried prime chicken, rib. the salad fried chicken. bar, and like chocolate fondue, oh. all kinds. We of- had uh, David Van Noy from um, RC's on about uh, several weeks ago. Yeah. And he said, you know, they could, I think they had room for what, 700 people in the restaurant, I think. And he said that the single busiest day of the year for them was Mother's Day. Mm, and so they yeah. converted from what they do every other day of the year to a buffet. 
He goes, it's kind of crazy. This day of year, we totally change our business model. But he said they would push the people through. That's what yes. you guys did yes. on Mother's Day, Easter. You did the buffet then, too. Yes, we did. But there mm. was there a Sunday buffet every Sunday? Sunday? Every Sunday. Every Sunday they you had. You should know. You yeah. would come and get the fried chicken. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So what, what do you have any specific memories that you want to share well, from that? You know, for anybody in the restaurant business, you know, help is... A bad thing when somebody doesn't show up. Yeah. And I used to be in charge of Sunday brunch. And many times I'd have to call Vince, get him out of bed because he worked late Saturday night. And he'd have to go downtown, knock on somebody's door and get one of the cooks up. And in the meantime, I'd be getting the potatoes on to cook over there <laughs> because they hadn't shown up. And he'd bring them out, get them out of bed, and bring them out for yeah. Sunday brunch. It's the less glamorous side of owning a restaurant that most people don't understand. Yes. yes. And I would get brunch open, and then I wanted to go to church like at 12 o'clock. And my kids would go with me, and they would say, Mom, you smell like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. And so I got a question for you. So, how many brothers and sisters do you have? There's uh, seven of us total. Okay. So I have five sisters and this one guy right here, David, my All right. brother. So when I talked to Ann a few weeks ago, I said, I said, I really <laughs> only have room for three people in the studio. I want you to bring your mom, and I want to pick your favorite sibling to bring. Oh, you can't say that because I think everybody's listening. Oh, that's, well, that's why I'm saying that. So, so why is David your you favorite? your favorite brother. <laughs> because I think everybody else is out of town, to be honest. No, oh, I'm just teasing. No. I'm not your favorite? No, he's my favorite brother. That's why. Yeah, all right. Well, he's your only brother, isn't he? Yeah, he's my yeah, favorite that, brother. They're all sisters. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Well, David, do you have a specific story other than having to do dishes on opening opening week? Dishes on opening week, cooking, serving. You know, when I met my wife, I was working at the restaurant, and for the longest time I can remember, we would go out to dinner somewhere else. And we had been in the restaurant business for so long, and everybody that I knew worked in the restaurant. And so her and I would go out to dinner somewhere, and notoriously the waiter or the waitress that we would have would have been somebody that worked at the restaurant. And they would want to go down memory lane oh, with yeah. me, and I'm on a date with my wife. <laughs> and so it kind of got to be like she would want to go to some offbeat place mm -hmm. that I wasn't going to see anybody, and they weren't going to talk to me for an hour about the restaurant. Yeah. When you're in the industry, word gets around. All right, real quick, yeah. for the listeners out there, we're going to go ahead. Rocco, let's open up the phone lines. So the phone number is 913-586-7798. And for the listeners, a couple of people out there asking me um, to repeat. Uh, we're talking about with the family from Costello's Greenhouse. And um, some of the people missed the very beginning of it. So you were known for your salad bar and what? Fried chicken? The the brunches. The brunches. Um, prime, rib. prime rib. Prime rib. Deep fried lobster yeah. tail. Oh. So you had some real good high-end food Homemade there. lasagna. All right. So I want to ask you uh, each of you a question. So the whole premise of the show is Can't Save Food Memories. So what is one restaurant that, that each one of you miss from the 80s and 90s that aren't here anymore? Because you were in the food business. Well, we all love Strouds, and we all love Strouds under the bridge over Yeah, the original it. Strouds. Yeah, the original Strouds. Yeah. We used um, to go to Strouds for mom and dad's birthday. and We went to Baby Doe's for a couple special oh, yeah. occasions, our whole family. Um, you know, that was always a cool place sitting up on right. 
there. Um, EBTs was fun to go oh to gosh. lunch. Yeah, down we had there. Ed that Holland. Was... We had I don't know if you know who Ed Holland is, but uh-huh. we had yeah. him on the show. I think like the third week. Yeah, and that was that was fantastic. Just hearing the stories of um, of him and the rest. You know what's interesting on that one is that most of the shows, the restaurants that we talk about on the show are are small family owned restaurants. You know, because the family's involved, but. EBT is a little bit different because that was corporate owned, you know, by the, um, uh, you know, UMB Bank. I don't know right. officially, but but Ed Holland was the general manager. I mean, he was the heart and soul of that restaurant. Well, I was young when I was started working in real estate, and when I went to EBT's for lunch or a business meeting, you just felt like such an adult. Going oh, there. oh, without <laughs> a doubt. I mean, it's just the the table side Caesars and some of the other dishes that he had there were just fantastic. Okay, so th- so th- that that was yours. Any other restaurants? What was the steakhouse down from uh, Steak our and rest- ale? Or, no, oh, the Rusty Scupper. Rusty Scupper. Yeah, I like that place too. What um, what stuck in your mind about that? Well, what? Rusty Scupper was one of the first like kind of seafoody Bristol type restaurants okay. that came to Kansas City. Because like when Costello's was open, none of the South areas were open. I mean, there was just nothing was built was then. Us and Ward Parkway. Yeah, it was us. About we're the farthest south, and then you had the places on the plaza and downtown. Yeah. Well, that also was when Kansas was dry. Oh, so everybody had to come to Missouri to get a drink. That made a little bit of a difference. You know, there were clubs in right. Kansas. The that private you went clubs. All right, good. So, uh, yeah, for people, and I'm reading a couple of texts on here talking about the restaurant. So, is what do you? miss about the restaurant you, you know, miss the people yeah you miss the people that you worked with you miss the people that would come in every week you miss like they would come in for happy hour so you did get close to a lot of the customers they become yeah. like family they really do yeah yeah see and that, but that's also the number one reason why your name comes up you know week in and week out because you guys created those relationships with those people well, the other thing is, though, too, you miss being so young working in the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, but you, it ages you fast, too. It ages you fast. Yeah. But, man, you can do a lot of work when you're 26, 30 oh, years yeah. old. Yeah, it's, it, it can be a young person's business. So if there's any listeners out there, one of those memorable people, you know, that missed the family from Costello's Greenhouse, give us a call and, and, and catch up on that. That'll be kind of fun. David and my mom were kind of managers and ran the restaurant. I was like a coat check person. I don't know if they do coat check anymore. But oh, on those busy nights, we'd come in and there would be a little closet. We'd take people's coats and hang it up and we'd get our tips for the night. Especially or, on New Year's Eve. Yeah, or oh. I was the late, the girl behind the salad bar doing the bread. <laughs> yeah. Did all the kids work in the restaurant? Um, they all did. If, Maybe Trisha didn't much. We tried to get one. out of the house before they made us oh, go over and work. Yeah. <laughs> Because we usually Saturday have to go night. in and work when people called in sick. And that was before pagers and cell phones, so you could get away with that, couldn't You're you? You're right. Uh, yeah. We grew oh. up having wanting having to sit down for supper at 6 o'clock, and on a Friday night, you just hoped you would get dinner and out the door before you went to the restaurant. Before to they made the us go to the restaurant because yeah. someone called in sick. All right. Toby, you got a call for us? Yes. Philip, welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Yeah, say earlier, I heard you mention Jenny's uh, Italian restaurant. I guess that's what you were referring to. Anyway, Jenny was my aunt. My mom, uh, she was my mom's sister. 
Oh, okay. All right. All right. Philip and everybody yeah. else listening out there, if you have leads, uh, shoot me an email. I'm, I, I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to give my personal email out on the air. It's robert at makethemsmile.com. So, Philip, shoot me an email. Remind me who okay. you are, and then uh, we can talk. Okay. Will do. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, that's right, the. Thank be- you. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Well, you know, that, that's kind of the beauty of Kansas City. And we kind of underestimated that because we talked about, well, when I first pitched the idea to the station, um, they said, well, this is, nobody's ever done this anywhere in the country because, you know, Odyssey's a big company and they have national conventions and they're always looking for new ideas. And he said, nobody's ever done anything like this. You know, just what, what are your thoughts? And I told them, I said, well, this is what I do at the restaurant, at the bakery. I mean, these are the conversations I have with people because it's, I don't have any original ideas at the bakery and the cafe or what I'm going to add. So I ask people, you know, what do you miss, you know, from 20, 30, 40 years ago? What did your mom make? What did your grandma make or your aunt or your uncle? What food do you miss from a long time ago that nobody makes the right way? So they'd tell me the stories. And like, like today, I, I tell people, I don't want lists of restaurants. So when I talk to people at the bakery, I say, I don't want list of food you want me to make. I want the story. You know, I don't, don't sure. tell me just meatloaf. I say, okay, what, what's so special about meatloaf? Well, if it's your mom or your grandma and they, the whole story about what they did, what made that meatloaf special, that's what I want to hear. And when uh, people tell me about restaurants, you know, like Costello's or any other places, what do you specifically miss from that restaurant? Because you served wedding soup there, right? That yes. was a special thing. And the, I just remember the flower pot desserts. Ooh. Yeah, that was Tell me great. about the wedding soup. Is that like a German? No, that's Italian. Italian wedding with soup? With the little meatballs, and it's a chicken broth, and there's okay. chicken in it. And what kind of vegetables did you put in it? Uh, spinach and celery and onions, the average thing, except the spinach was in there. and uh, And after you got all that made, you beat an egg with Parmesan cheese and drizzled that in. Really? Into the soup? Yep. Yes. I hadn't heard of that. Uh-huh. Was it, did, We're going to bring you some. Let me ask the kids. Did, did, did that work? Some, oh, gosh, yes. And did when we really? have holidays now, we all, somebody standard. always has to make really? the wedding soup. Really? Yeah. Would you be willing to share that with me? Sure. Absolutely. Well, you know, sure. um, I might do that. And I, I may serve it for just one week at the bakery so people can taste Your what, bakery could yeah. the flower pot desserts. All right. Okay. So the listeners out there, I might be doing the Italian wedding, wedding soup. soup with egg in it. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Starting next Saturday. That way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I already got a soup planned for that, but we'll we'll get. No, we'll start next Saturday. All right. Starting. Hold on. We're going to talk with Carl. Good morning, Carl. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Good morning. What do you have for us, Carl? Um. This is Carlton. How are you, Robert? Oh, Carlton. You, Toby? This is yeah. Carlton, the, the the famous Carlton. Do you <laughs> do you do you remember going to Costello's? I do remember going to Costello's. Yes. What was special about them? Um, the salad bar, and I can tell a specific story um, about going to Costello's with my mother uh, and a couple of church ladies and. Um, they were going for the salad bar, of course, um, because it was a big salad bar. And, of course, you know, you can go to the salad bar. My mother was notorious for making these dressing cocktails. She would always mix the dressings together. Oh, that Um, sounds horrible. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what she did. And uh, they decided to order um, pina coladas. So these are church Uh, ladies, and they were going to order the pina coladas. 
So they got the pink pina coladas, and they were very excited about it. And they took a couple sips, and they're like, oh, these are nice and strong. And so <laughs> they just had a good time with the salad bar and the pina coladas. Um, so that's one of my favorite memories. The other memory is um, Carol Costello, I believe, used to make the cheesecakes there. Oh, yeah. And Carol well, hold on a second. Off- So is Carol yeah. Costello one of the siblings that didn't make the cut? Yeah, she's our oldest sibling. She's okay. New oldest York. sister. Okay. Yeah. And so Carol was also making a variety of cheesecakes and selling them as well. And my sister had just gotten her culinary certificate, and she decided she wanted to open a cheesecake um, bakery in Muskogee, and she wanted me to move to Muskogee and run it with her. (laughs) And she said, I need to learn how that goes. And so I said, I think there's a gal named Carol Costello. She makes cheesecakes. Let's set up an appointment with her. And so we reached out to Carol and we met her at um, her um, kitchen and we had a nice conversation and had some flavorful cheesecake. Um, And so those are my memories of Costello's. How long ago was that? Oh, gosh. Uh, Late 80s, maybe. Late 80s. Isn't that amazing? I mean, you're talking, what's that, 20, that's almost 40 years ago. And you still remember that. Carlton's quite the foodie. You know, he's involved with Casey, Kansas City Eats, and I, I, he's a regular customer of ours. We talk about food all the time. Yeah. But, I mean, for him to have to hold to hold on to those two memories from Costello's is amazing. Well, Carlton, she used to make those cheesecakes with Bailey's, and I can remember they were, like, mm-hmm. so good. All right, David, <laughs> did you bartend there, too? Um, I only bartend more as a fill-in. Fill-in? I was pretty okay. young, and... So I probably wasn't of age when I was working there okay. as much. Carlton, what was your favorite cheesecake from there? Uh, let's see. I do remember one that had booze in it, so maybe it was the Bailey's. <laughs> uh, Bailey's or Amaretto. What's yeah. the raspberry and one? She used to put that raspberry. Sauce on top yeah. with like a vanilla cheesecake. Uh-huh. Like a Chambord or something. Yeah, that was a Chambord. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, it was probably good. the amaretto because my favorite cocktail at the time was an amaretto sour. So right. I probably oh, remember right, the amaretto. Okay, Carlton, yeah, and my pl- sister loved playing with just fruit. Okay. Now, Carlton, please tell me you're not one of these people that mix salad dressings. I do not. I right. do not. That was just my mother's trait. I, <laughs> it, one dressing per salad. Oh, Sally's a cocktail salad dressing person. She likes to mix her Italian and her ranch. And... I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, it's funny, that's, but that was one part of the allure of the salad bars is, is you get to play cook or chef. Got to mix things right. together and do what, do what you want to do. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, Carlton, thank you for sharing that. Now we've got time. Um, right. Now we can bring Carol into the discussion and make sure she hears this. Um, on the, the podcast, you'll have to tell them to go back and listen to the podcast later. I think she might and call her in. Said hi. Oh, okay. Well, okay. thank you, Carlton. Come on, Carol. Call All right, in. later. All right, bye. <laughs> That's too funny. So she lives in New York. No, she lives here. Oh, she's, she lives here. She's in New York for the Easter oh. weekend. Oh, okay, I got you. Okay. Well, that'll be good. So, any other siblings didn't make the cut that you want to? There, are, well, throw shade to while you have the opportunity. Got, we have one in Cincinnati, Sue. Okay. O'Gara, and then one's out in L.A., Kay. Two are out in L.A., Trisha. 
Okay. Uh-huh. Are any of them involved in the food business, or did they all run as far fast and as far as they could? They're all out of it. No one's in the food business. Yeah, yeah that's that's not unusual. We loved going to the restaurant, though. Oh, yeah. It was really nice to go to the restaurant. Yeah. But you yeah, just, we all did. We like to go. But I'll tell you what, we all like to cook now. I think all the girls are good cooks. Yeah, you carry the, they those have life their lessons. Specialty, and David cooks too. David doesn't like to cook, though. <laughs> he just cooks out of necessity. Oh, well, yeah. But, you know, but, but having a restaurant that makes everything from scratch gives a totally different perspective. Yeah. You know, right. some of these the franchises and national restaurants where everything comes in in bags or comes from the wholesale, you know, distributors, that's, that's, that's not the same as what the, you know, and none of those are mentioned in the memories. You know, when people share the memories from the 80s and 90s, yeah. they're not talking about those national chains. They're not talking about Applebee's or Bennigan's or Chi-Chi's. Right. You yeah. Know, you know, they're, they're talking about people like 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 the Costellos, you know, the way that you made things from scratch. Right. And you got another story for us? You know, I'm just looking at the menu. We had the, They had king crab legs there. And on the menu, the king crab legs were $18.95. A filet was $14.95. And that's kind of... Well, the salad bar was six ninety. Yeah, the salad bar was six ninety five. That, that's the it. shock. I mean, that that you could do it that inexpensive. And when they went through that salad bar, they piled it mile high. Yeah. That were, was it all you can eat on the salad bar? Yeah, it was. All it you was. Go back. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, Soup, the, salad, it was bread. a wide variety on there. They had the uh, the greenhouse specialties, which like the chicken Oscar and chicken pecan. Those were just eleven ninety five, yeah. and you could get lasagna for eight ninety five. So it's just kind of crazy thinking well, where um, we're at now. Well, those entrees probably included a trip to the salad yeah, bar they too. Did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So on the on the the greenhouse part, that did the front room look like a greenhouse with a lot of windows and plants, or what? Yes, did, we did have hanging plants and plants everywhere. It was all glass windows on the Ward Parkway side, and it looked out to the fountain. Yeah. Okay. And then any- there was a bar area. They did live music. And sometimes they, I remember even when he went to specials in the bar, like a taco night or something, yeah. had a lot of great music in the bar as well. Pete I Trio. Ida McBath used to be there oh, all really? the time. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. going to be my next question. If you had anybody famous Absolutely. or was it local talent. Ida McBeth, how'd you land that? I don't know how Vince handled that music, I think but one- she person leads to another. Pete I probably music. started yes. all that and that was every Saturday afternoon and and then it seemed like they had it on Tuesdays. Tuesday night. Yes. And there was a big stage in that room. Huh. Yeah, yeah I really I wish I'd I'd discovered this back then. It was a big restaurant. It was. Yeah. I mean just capacity wise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the banquet rooms how many people do you meet now that come up and say, oh, we had our rehearsal dinner there, or we had a wedding shower there? So do you do a lot of that, special events and things like they that? They did. They specifically had banquet managers that handled all that. So what what would be a big event? I mean, number of people. Rehearsal dinners probably. Right. And then a friend of ours ran uh, Kansas City tours. Okay. And she'd bring people in for lunch. <laughs> And well, I do sometimes a cooking demonstration. Well, an Alaskan fur used to do their modeling of fur coats yes. there. Oh, really? For the yeah. lunch hour. Oh, that's too funny. Any any famous people come in to eat there that you remember? Outside of NFL players? I know a lot of NFL oh, players came to you guys. George Brett. A yeah. lot of those people came in. Well, yep. 
Bo Jackson was living in Kansas City at okay. that time, and he would come in. Oh, I would love to have met him, Bo Jackson, in his prime. I mean, just there will never be anybody like him. We right. have a caller from the family. Uh-oh. Good Let's morning. Welcome in. to Kansas City Food Memories. Good morning. This is Carol Costello. Oh, did you hear the last caller we had? I did. I've been listening to your whole show. It's absolutely fabulous. And I am actually starving, and I wish I could have some of that fried chicken, the mashed potatoes, the crab Florentine on Sunday brunch. Was you're just bringing back so many great, yummy memories. Prime rib. So oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm not reading half the texts because half the texts are talking about fried chicken. Because Toby and I have we have a we've had a bad run on this show. Out of 13 <laughs> shows, 12 shows. Um, had s- had several callers talking about fried chicken that they miss. Oh, Kansas yes. City oh, loves their most, chicken. They do, oh, yeah. and most people don't want to make it at home. No. Well, well, let me ask you three real quick before we get back to Carol. Why do you think we all miss fried chicken from then that we don't feel like we can get today? Why do uh, you think that is? The quality of chicken, number one, is you think that I, That's what I think. I think yeah. the quality of the chicken itself. Because right. everybody's using factory chickens now. You didn't yeah. have that. Well, thing. I yes. I think Stroud yeah. does an awesome job. The yeah. one up north is yeah. the orig- is you know now one of the only originals, and they are spot on. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's it's a com- great comparison. But Costello's fried chicken and those mashed potatoes, the none better. <laughs> that the original one up north. All right, Toby, add that to our list. Mm. <laughs> We've got about there three places. Go. So, Carol, the last uh, the last caller, Carlton, um, uh, mentioned bringing his sister in to meet you to talk about cheesecakes. Right, I remember that. Do you I mean, really? I do. Um, it was just so crazy, and you know, Did I think we're all your different. house. No, they came to the cheesecake right. shop. I had a okay. commercial oh. kitchen. I was just getting into commercial real estate, and um, you know. If you've got a great recipe, I don't know if it's the Italian in us or if it's just being a nice person. I love sharing. I love sharing all the recipes. I During um, COVID, I did a, a cooking show online, and I just think that it's so fun. And Ann was talking about that flower pot dessert, and that is such a great memory of Costello's. What is that? It was in, it was in a flower pot, an actual clay flower pot with ice cream. You had chocolate cake that was the dirt. And it then had amaretto put, in the ice yeah, cream. Yeah, you could put a liqueur in the ice cream. And it was it the was little fabulous. Flower came out it was of so it. fun. Huh. They put a little they flower buried in a it. straw in it and then stick the flower in oh, okay. when it was served. Okay. Well that sounds cute. Yeah. That's the kind of dirt I want to grow up in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just wanted to say Happy Easter, and you're bringing back so many memories. And when I heard someone call in about the cheesecake, we're all listening to your show. And oh, that's wonderful. you have a great idea to bring up memories and great restaurants well, in Kansas you. City. Well, well Carol, so you, do, yeah, you did hear what I, uh, what I told Ann a couple weeks ago about coming on the show, that she could bring her mom, but she had to pick one sibling. I heard that. Yeah, and, and she chose David. And this is before you had your trip to New York planned. <laughs> You're really trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> we so, all have things yeah, in. Now. Yeah, so Carol, so my email is robert at makethemsmile.com. Shoot me an email and we can talk. Great. 
Good luck and have fun and happy Easter. And Carol, their bakery is right by Blue Valley North. And the cookies oh, look fabulous. Robert gave us some Easter cookies, cookies. that look absolutely fab- fabulous. Well, awesome. Well, well, thank you for listening. We, maybe we can talk desserts um, when you get back into town. <laughs> Sounds great. Good luck. Have right, fun, thank you guys. You. Bye. What, what's real funny on this, I'm, uh, um, somebody on the text line is, wants me to give you advice on how to make Italian wedding soup. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I guess there's a lot of different recipes. Yeah, there's different ways of doing that. I've only been doing it for about 58 yeah. years. Yeah. You know, Where did it, you originally learn? From the Costellos in Magnolia, Ohio. Mrs. Costello came from Italy and Mr. Costello. Mm. And so everybody made it her way. All right. So um, when you share the recipe with me, mm-hmm. I'll, make, I'll make the first uh, version of that. Okay. And then I want you to come in, taste test it. And I you and will. I will talk about if there's any changes I... I, I would suggest, but you get final say on what I do with it. How's Very that? good. I'll be there. And then we'll put that on the menu sometime in the next four to five weeks, Toby. Okay. Toby next, wants Toby next wants, Saturday. Yeah, Toby wants everything next Saturday. Yeah, that's, I know. That's, that's Bring, in, a sample. That. Bring yeah. in some wedding soup. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll be able to do that. That'll, that'll be kind of fun. They have great onion soup, too, by the way. Really? I love the Like a French soup. onion soup? A French onion soup. Ooh, it was with really the, good. With the I like the, the salad bar right over against the wall. Oh. It was actually they used the fresh bread that they made. Yeah, and that was the bread that was in the yeah. onion soup too. Do you think um, we'll ever see a salad bar like that again, or do you think we're just well, what as goes a side around comes moved? around? Sometimes it might, but I probably it would be a financial thing. Yeah, it's just like you don't see like nice restaurants have a salad bar. <laughs> no, and you know that's. Was how they did it. Well, you certainly would never find a salad bar for six ninety five. Oh no, no, no. no I mean, that's soup like a, and orange juice. Yeah. And well, you know, that, a lot of people talk about you know the Jewish deli and missing the the pot, great big giant pastrami pastrami sandwich. sandwiches. Oh, yes. You know, with twelve Rubens. to fourteen ounces of meat yes. on it. That's never going to happen again. No. Uh. Uh-uh. You know, I mean, if people say, well, that they just don't want to. You don't understand. Back then, in the fifties, sixties, probably even the early seventies. The briskets only cost maybe 75 cents a pound. That's it. Yeah, yeah, New York Deli. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and I've talked to them, and the the, the son came in, the one that called in. He came in um, on Friday. Okay. So it's um, we're still going to um, – his parents gotten into an accident, so we're waiting for them to heal up from that. But hmm. um, we're going to bring him in on the show Neat. from the, the New York Deli people. Yeah. That will be great. Yeah, but, you know, at times just change. You know, some of – because, you know, the, the – those the, – the, the piles of meat, you know, the one-pound sandwiches. If brisket now costs seven fifty a pound, and when you cook a brisket, you lose half of that. So if you think about, it, if you lose half that weight, right. so now your cost, not counting the labor and the ingredients and the utilities and all that kind of stuff, is now fifteen dollars a pound. You know, and the restaurant's got to make money. So I just don't see how that's possible. It's hard. You know, but that's why I was asking about the fried chicken. You right. know, because it's you know. The, the those kind of sandwiches aren't going to come back because right. the economics have changed. Salad bars, I don't know. The fried chicken was only on the Sunday buffet. It wasn't a menu item. Okay. It was just like on Easter buffet or every okay. Sunday was a buffet. So you only made it once a while. Was it good? Oh, it was fabulous. So why, did, why really didn't you do it every day? Um, just because it, they were known more for lasagna and prime rib and the lobster. It wasn't a chicken restaurant. Okay. Like Stroud's. That's mm-hmm. totally yeah. different. Yeah. And they were Robert, down you're the street. just like them. <laughs> Tommy, yeah. nobody asked you anything. <laughs> you have something really good and you just do it occasionally. Yeah. yeah. Just to irritate me. Hey, remember, this is my show. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't ask yeah, you anything. Be careful. Toby. <laughs>
Well, that's funny. So lasagna. Lasagna. And yeah. I'm reading here the entrees, all entrees included the salad bar. Yeah. 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 So we said a prime rib and all these steaks for eleven ninety five, and you have the salad bar too. So what else, when you guys do um, family functions, what else besides the Italian wedding soup do you have to have? Because you just can't get it good anywhere else. Oh, well, we do. We all make our own spaghetti sauce, and we all do different pastas. Okay. Eggplant, eggplant, oh, parmesan. Uh, eggplant, parmesan. We all have recipes for eggplant. Uh, I always say we need to do I'll never do that. Contest. I don't like eggplant, so I'll you never do like that. You would like this eggplant. Tastes like chicken. Yeah, everybody says tastes that. Like no, this chicken. tastes like chicken. Well, then eat chicken. <laughs> they make me chicken. The they make me chicken listen, farm. The We're gonna bring kids. you some wedding soup and eggplant parmesan no. and change your life. No, if your egg, if your eggplant parm tastes like chicken, then just make me chicken parm. Well, let me tell I'll you this: that. the grandkids are starting to make their own eggplant parmesan. Oh, are now. they really? Yes. Oh, that's funny. Well, we, we had Ed Holland on, and I still um, still need to do this. So they did the table side um, Caesar salads. Yes. And so his son called in, and his grandson, which was. Like seven, seven or 12 years old. 12. 12, 12 years old. Anyway, he knows how to make the Caesar salad just like they did at um, EBT. So oh. I've talked to him. So I'm trying to still get the schedule uh, figured out. But I'm going to have the three of them, three generations of Ed Holland's family, doing a class on how to make Caesar salad. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. So if, if there's um, something that doesn't involve eggplant that you guys make, maybe we can do the same thing. <laughs> I draw the line at eggplant. Yeah, we all have to have our limits. Oh, my gosh. We go through a pan of it in a minute when we make it. All right. Even the daughter-in-laws know how to make the soup. We're going to change your life. Yeah. Well, let's let's start with the soup. I'm I'm, I'm actually excited about (laughs) that. the eggplant. Yeah, I've got about, yeah. Eggplant. See, there goes Toby again. Rocco cut his mic. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Rocco, Rock, Rocco's like, I can't do that. I work with Toby the rest Not of the week. Not Toby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, um, I have probably about 10 or 12 soups that we make from scratch. I made mean, 100% from scratch. I've not done an Italian wedding soup. Okay, well, it's time. Because I, I didn't have a good story to... Re- to yeah. To, because anytime I make some, I try to... So it'll be ready next Saturday. Yeah, so I, I try mm-hmm. to stay honest to the history of it. You know, I... I'm, I I'll I'll improve it if I can with just better ingredients. Well, sure. But I don't change what the history of it is. You know, it's like um, I make a beer cheese soup and I use a specific um, 80-acre beer from Boulevard and things like that. I try to make things that people that have a history with it would love that dish. That's the only way I change things or update it. Great. That's yeah, not a really good twice-baked potato was a big thing. A spinach. That, yeah, twice-baked twice baked potato. potato. Okay. You could get a regular baked potato as a side or a twice-baked potato. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I just got another text from your suggestion saying real Italians use escarole or curly endive rather than spinach. Yeah, endive is a tradition of ours, too. We yeah, do endives. We do. Oh, really? It's just harder yes. to find the endive, especially like around the holidays. Around My wife Easter is and Christmas when we look for the endive. endive. Yeah. We're running around to Well, well there's that soup that um, Olive Garden does that uses um, kale. Kale. They do kale. Is that kind of what the endive and the escarole does? Yeah, it's a little bit, little bit peppery flavor to it. It just, it stays a little firmer too. All right. So, okay. So for the listeners out there, this is a good example why you want to sign up for my email because when I do have progress, and it won't be next Saturday, Toby, but when I do have, um, I'll, I'll give updates on the progress we have on working on this Italian wedding soup. 
Which okay. I'm not going to be having a show next Saturday either. Well, I'll have my show. I've got my own key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I might not be on Toby's show next mm-hmm. week. But mm-hmm. I, it, it'll get bumped up because I, I am excited about that suit. Mm-hmm. All right, so we only have a few minutes left. Um, each of you, uh, David, I'll start with you. Is there any story or anything that you want to share that, that you know people will wish that I'd asked about? Well, since it's Easter weekend, we used to get there early. And they used to put all of the lounge furniture out in the front courtyard. Oh, for people waiting in line? People waiting. would They'd serve drinks and mimosas out on that front lawn courtyard. And you used to just pray that it didn't rain. Yeah. Because if it rained, you'd be carrying all that furniture back in somewhere. How long would people wait in line? Two hours, three hours. I don't get that. I mean, that. it was like Ooh. crazy. Easter I really don't weekend. get I mean, yeah. I used to go in and say, why do they want to wait this long to Good eat? food. <laughs> good food, yeah, that's I, right. Well, yes. Apparently my food's not good enough. If they see a line that's of eight right. people, they that's turn right. around and leave. Yeah. Oh, times have changed. Oh, Bring yeah. that new soup next Saturday. <laughs> yeah, then they'll wait. <laughs> All right, if you want the soup, I'm going to make you wait two hours to get it. How's yeah, that? That's fine. <laughs> that's good. All right, Ed, do you got something you wanted to share? <clears throat> I just I just miss going in there and getting a free meal, <laughs> a free good meal. Well, you miss your dad running around telling yeah. us what to do. And, you know, it showed you the grind of the restaurant business, that's for sure. Yeah. I heard your dad was quite a character. He was. Do you have a good story he, that illustrates that? Um, He made a lot of friends. I mean, he would talk to anybody. Right. He would sit He's, and drink coffee with somebody till. Yeah, that was probably the one downside. Like if a couple wanted to go in or someone wanted to go in for a date night, he could crash their party. <laughs> he would sit down and say, where are you from? And, yeah. you know, how are things going? And Oh, that's funny. But, you know, that's part of the charm, too, though. You know, everybody has that uncle, you know, that, yeah. that sits down and takes right. over the conversation. Kind of like yeah. yeah, I'm kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, every once in a while, Sherry has to come get me. She goes, oh, you need to come to the back. I said, what do you got? She goes, nothing. Leave him alone. Yes, I'm like, all right, exactly. sorry. Yeah. Let him eat. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I enjoy talking to people, you know, and, just, and customers become family. Well, I think it's impressive, too, when the owner or one of the managers comes around to you at a restaurant yeah. and is, you know, there personally asking, how is everything? Yeah. It was well, just a really cool environment because actually there was a floor area, and the floor area was – all windows down by Ward Parkway looking out at Ward Parkway. And it is a nice atmosphere, kind of could be romantic. And then there's other parts of the restaurant that kind of sitting up. and or elevated. Elevated. And there's some private areas and then, you know, a lot of flowers and things. So it was a nice, quiet place to go in and have a meal. Okay. Well, before we get to mom, so I asked the two kids. So neither of you had any interest in working in the restaurant business, but what – did you get out of the experience growing up in the business that helped you in the careers that you that you do now? Anything? Number one, the customer's always right. That was his motto. And so... It was hard work. I mean, I think it probably just taught you how to get through the grind. And, um, you know, we all had a hand in it, whether we wanted to or not. But um, it was a lot of hard work. And, you know, they worked hard to make it good. Hmm. Thank you for that. Mom? Well, I just remember all the work we went through getting the recipes and getting everything started. Um, That was kind of fun, though. And Vince traveled around to Chicago and different places checking restaurants before they started building. And um, 
it's a business I'd never want to be into again, though. It's a tough business, and you do work hard. And the customer is always right. Well, and the thing is, he put seven kids through college. So we were all college-educated. and Did he want you to stay in the business, or did he want you all to do something different? I think everybody wants your children to go into your business. Doctors want their kids to be doctors. Lawyers want their kids to be lawyers. So I think secretly he probably did envision that one of us would take over the restaurant business. But I think you learn things like, you know, he probably never thought that when he sent all of his kids to college that we would all get careers. Well, his heart was always in football, though. I mean, that's what he liked to talk about. That's what he ran your ear about in the restaurant. Everybody wanted to talk sports. Yeah. So why would you pick Kansas City instead of going back to Ohio? We stayed here because our kids were in school here. And we saw too many coaches leave and leave their kids behind. Mm -hmm. And we didn't want to do that. So we wanted to get all our kids through school. Well, we came to Kansas City because he was with the Dolphins, and then right. he came to the Chiefs. Right. So the Chiefs brought us here. Yeah. Well, I know, but I then, mean, he he had set, he has such a legacy in Ohio. Yeah. We, we, he would he loved Ohio. Yeah, we loved yeah, Ohio. Yeah. But we have all these kids here, and they're in school, and we're not taking them and changing. And I don't schools. think we would have moved again. The yeah. kids. <laughs> the kids no. are. We were moving around. We went from about Cincinnati City to too. Miami. Kansas City's a great. Well, place Mom, so you guys kids. had the restaurant what close to twenty years. Yes. 29, wasn't it? Well, I was thinking it was 18. All right. Well, we'll save that discussion for later. (laughs) So, you know, is is there anything, last thing you want to share with everybody that's listening? Oh. And remember, I'm saying that a podcast, so it's going to be around forever. Yes. Well, Kansas, we love Kansas City. Kansas City has great restaurants. I mean, it's a great restaurant town, and we're happy to be a part of it. And it's a great place to raise children. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I, I have to tell you, and and people are shocked on here, but you and your family have left an amazing legacy on everybody here in Kansas City. And if you look at it, you know, this is 30 years after, you know, you guys were really, you know, in the prime of it, and people still remember eating at your restaurant. Oh, that's Carlton amazing. remembers, you know, yes. going to, and, and meeting with Carol. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's And that was 30, 40 years ago. I mean, it's just when you make an impact like, like that on everybody, that, that says something. You know, so you you made your mark on them and mom. I think you made a great mark well, on your children thank you. and what uh, what they've gone it. and we done. We love it here. Yeah, hey, somebody real quick. Somebody sent me a text. Um, as one of your grandkids or extended member of your family involved on The Voice, no, the TV show because there was a no. Costello from Kansas City that was on competing on that singing no. show. All right, no, we'll no. scratch that off the list. <laughs> yeah. on that. We're not singers. Well, thank you all very much. Appreciate you coming thank in. We appreciate you, you having us. That was thank fun. You. Toby, what do you think? It was fun. We'll get you that wedding soup. Oh, yeah. Next Saturday. <laughs> That's what I okay. think. Carol can, make you, Carol can make you a cheesecake. <laughs> all right, well, we can yeah, do that. I love that, too. Yeah, <laughs> next Saturday. <laughs> Wedding yeah. cake soup and cheesecake next yeah. Saturday. I, I'd rather have the fried chicken, but I think we're going to have to pursue that somewhere else. Yeah. We we'll have to we'll, go to Stroud's. Yeah, the Stroud's yeah. up north. We yeah, can do we'll that. Yeah, we'll do that. That's on our list to do it. Yeah. Well, thank you to everybody in Kansas City for listening to the show. This is um, episode number 13 of Kansas City Food Memories. Two next, more to go. 
Yeah, two more to go and we're done. No, that's just a joke. No, that's just a joke. That's just Toby. No, next week will be our three-month anniversary. Uh, We started on January 14th, so I I think we'll do something special. What are we going to do? I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we're going to have Italian wedding Yeah, we'll have Italian wedding soup. We'll do food testing. We'll do all that. I might sneak some eggplant over to him. I'm determined. I love eggplant. Yeah. Uh, Let's just... All right. That's it. Have a great weekend, everybody. Goodbye. Broadcast of Kansas City Food Memories.